The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. It's class three. Good afternoon. Kim on the reach with you. Thanks to IGA Supermarkets, Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since 1853. And Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. Well, there's just four hours remaining of this year's trade period uh, with still plenty of deals to be brokered. So let's jump into it. Here's the Roach. What's the matter hey. Got no respect. Not at all. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. Ah, shut up for your face. Hey. How are you, Rooch? Hello, Kim. Are you biting your fingernails? Uh, not really. Um, we were chatting last night after our show concluded. It was probably only three minutes after the show had finished, but you'd left the building. And we were thinking, if we were to do a nearest the pin for Port Adelaide, how many deals would get done? Now, Bumfluff Benny, I think, said one is that correct? Oh, ben. He said, ben. Who, two, no, actually, that wasn't two. He was giving you the. <laughs> no, right. Who is that? I'm going to hunt that person down that said that you were funny. Oh, uh, Lonzy found it funny. Uh, he, he laughs at anything. He's polite. Uh, Lonzy, how many did you say? You said oh, one. Okay, Lonesy. the other way around. I said all four would get done. Now, this was three minutes after the show had finished, so you'd yeah. left the building. Yeah. How many would you say? I would have said three. Three. Mm, and I might have surprised you with which one I think is going to be the sticking point. Uh, Jordan Sweet. Yeah, I think. And no, you won't surprise me because you told me that That's during right. the week. <laughs> but I would surprise me. Yeah, I think That's that, the difference. That I, might, listen, I listen yeah. to you. See, that one everyone thinks, oh, that's going to happen because it's just a draft well, pick. That might be the one that becomes the stickiest. Okay. Well, at 3.35, we'll be heading to Marvel Stadium. Tom Morris will be there in the thick of it for Ooh. a trade radio update. Thanks to CMC Invest. Let's do it. I thought we'd left it too late. No, Let's do it. Time, There's one we? down, so it yeah. could still be one. We are going to do a nearest the pin, thanks to IGA Supermarkets, a $50 voucher. Mm. How many deals will Port get done? Will it be one, two, three, or four? Now, if we have multiple correct entries, this is one entry per phone number. Okay? Uh, you'll go into a draw to win that $50 voucher. So I'm saying the four will get done in the next... Four hours. Three more to get done. Busy day. You're Ed. saying three? Three, I think. And Jordan Sweet not to get done. I think they might just get sticky at the end. Uh, inside running on that? Mail, information, anything? Oh, just know the Western Bulldogs don't want to let that one happen. And they right. do have some concern about where Tim English will take himself eventually. Yes, well, the West is calling. Uh, mm. A $50 IGA voucher. How many deals will Port get done by the end of the trade period? 0427 154 166. Have a crack now. Just leave your name and suburb. If it's a nickname, that's fine. We're not going to hang you for that. Some people <laughs> like to be anonymous. Yes. Some of the trolls out there. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, all right, coming up today, Rich, Tommy Morris, as I said, that'll yep. be comprehensive. Mm-hmm. At uh, 4.05, we'll be joined around roughly that time, a Port Adelaide AFLW player, Caitlin Pope, started her sporting career as a professional cricketer. And now is, a pro- well, not semi-professional, really. Semi-professional. semi-professional footballer. Playing for Port Adelaide. So mm. looking forward to having a chat to Popey. And uh, look... I think, Roach, we may be chatting to 
Hello, he's shuffling his papers. Well, I, we were going to have Jason Dizzy Gillespie, but yes. I think we have him for tomorrow now. Isn't that great news today? Yeah, Nathan McAndrew. Yes, thumbs up. Oh. Uh, Nathan McAndrew, who took 10 wickets in this Shield Fifer game. Fifer and Fifer. Yeah, took five for 19, 14.1 overs. Amazing. He'll be joining us at uh, 4.35. Well done, Ryan Harris. You were right. Your bowlers are going to deliver. Okay, good. Well, it's early days, Roach. Now you're back on Have board, are eh? you? wrote them off. Have faith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you attacked them after their first hey, loss. Kim, it's like Lindsay said, once bitten, 100 times shy. Yeah, but you just jumped really quickly. So you're back on now. Well, you've got to support. A challenge and you have to support. You have an answer for everything. Fair dinkum. All right, we're up and about. We've got a lot to get through. It's uh, seven minutes past three. Stack of text coming through as well. Okay, Here we go. Okay, we challenge them. When they deliver, you have to applaud them. Have to. So well, they deliver again okay. and again and again. It's been a long time, this wait. Okay. Uh, Port will get three deals done. Emily from Woodville Park. Uh, mm. Emily's won before. Good on you, Em. We wish you all the best. Three. Three to get done. Uh, four, Bella from Richmond. See, I, I'm a believer. I think they'll hey, get Should done. the supplementary be, if it's not four, which ones fail? No, too complicated. We'll just put them in a... Um, a hat? Yeah, we put them in a hat, Rich. Right we yeah. had multiple winners. Okay. Well, look, we've already had a dozen come through already. Perfect. Timmy from Turton. That'll be uh, Point Turton, beautiful part of the world. He's gone for four as well. Mm. Port or... Ye of little faith. Port will get two deals done. Garth from Woodville Park. Good on you, Garth. Popped his number there. Shane from Salisbury Heights has just sent through his name and no answer. <laughs> Shane Oaks. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> Tell us how many deals will be done for we'll Port. We'll guess for you. Yeah, one, two, three or four. Yeah, forgot, well to done, put, forgot to pop that in. Uh, in his haste. All righty. Uh, Modbury Max sent one through. I'll read that one in a minute. Do Let's, we take it that Adelaide... Unless something extraordinary is put before them and they're just putting their feet on the table. Yep. Just waiting for draft. Right. When's the draft? November. 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 But in between, they could be still trading draft picks, Kim. Oh, they'll be very active. And they have some big decisions to make with list management as well. I know, Roach. No, I don't think there'll be a lot of activity today. Okay. All right, let's jump in around the grounds. Port Adelaide got one deal done. That was Ivan Soldo. Yeah, I need you to measure this for me. So Ivan Soldo had a year on a contract. Mm. So we know you have to pay a little bit more on that. Okay, so well, why, why, why won't you? Um, that's what you're trying to get Essendon to do with Port, uh, with Dersma. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Exactly. So what's fair on one side of the fence should be fair on the other side. But anyway, when it suits you, yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I've always had that argument. No, you no, pay no, for Rich. a contract. No, no, no. You're, right, you're so Port Adelaide yes. gives up pick 41. 41. Pick 49. But don't worry about 49 because they get 50 back. So okay. they're just swapping order there with Richmond. If, mm. In effect, they're giving up 41 and a future second. Now, the future second's the big one in my mind. Mm. In return, they get a future fourth and soldo. Mm. Now, Phil won't be happy with that. No, I'm Phil. sure he won't. Mm. And at the moment, Port Adelaide has 25, market as Radagalia. Yes. 50, market as Jordan Sweet. Mm. 75, market as, uh, why are we even going to the draft? Mm. If you get my drift. 50 for Sweet. Uh, well, yeah, you might be on the money yeah, there, Rich. Yeah, my friend at the Western Bulldog is going, well, where have we got it? Mm. Tell them they're dreaming. Here's a uh, good text. Where does Lysett end up? Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> uh, well, everyone plays hard. But, well, Scott Lysett's. Challenges to become a delisted 
free agent and hope someone gives him a two-year offer. Um, if not, he may have to accept a rather substandard offer from Port Adelaide. Does he? Well, they still need another Ruckman if they don't get Jordan Sweet. Good point. Thank you. I'm going with if Sweet and Soldo are there, what happens then? Yeah, well, I'm... Yeah. So other, we wait and see. It's the we other wait and see. There's still a lot of uh, mist in the crystal ball, Kim. All righty. We'll get into that. We'll be mm. more comprehensive when we're joined by Tommy Morris at 3.30, Rooch. Uh, down at the Adelaide Oval, this How was a good, a good story. So an outright victory for the Redbacks over New South Wales. Full scoreboard is South Australia opened with 293. New South Wales responded with 183. So we had a 100-run lead there. Good math, right? 10-run lead, sorry. Mm, bad math, then. Yeah. South Australia <laughs> responded with 212. How's this? New South Wales all out for 136, lose by 186 runs. It's beautiful. And as you made the point, McAndrew, 5-5, five and five, 10 wickets. Extraordinary 14.1 overs in the second innings. Uh, yeah. Conceded 19 runs and took five wickets. That was beautiful. Uh, Wes Agar, yeah, he played a little cameo, uh, 17 overs, just the one wicket, 51 runs. But Harry Conway was very good, four for 43 mm. as well. Nicely done. Hey, we'll go to the World Cup, Rooch. And, yes. Uh, another big upset, the Netherlands. Well, this is also significant for Australia. So after England mm. loses to Afghanistan, that oh. helps Australia. Now South Africa, which had that win against Australia, as we know, yes, has lost to the Netherlands. So the Netherlands were... 245 for eight with, do you know who Scott Edwards is? Ah, uh, yes. There's quite a story. He played here quite in Australia, did story. Lad is born in Tonga, has a Dutch grandmother, mm. becomes part of the Dutch national team, is the captain, hits 78 off 69 balls, gets the Netherlands to 245, while South Africa made 207. So the Netherlands win by 38 runs. That's mm. an extraordinary result. Um, let's have a listen to how it happened. Two balls away, or maybe one ball away, Netherlands. It's gloved and the catch has been taken. That's a win for Netherlands. We've just witnessed one of the major upsets in 50 years cricket. And World Cup 2, as I said before, the new colour is orange. Yeah, obviously extremely proud. You know, we came into this tournament uh, with high expectations. Uh, we feel like we're playing a lot of good cricket. We've got a good, lot of good players. Um, but in saying that, we know there's, you know, nine other very good sides here. So, yeah, just very excited to get that first win, win out of the way um, after three games and hopefully, uh, yeah, a few more to come. Thank that's, you, thank you, thank you, you men in orange. Yes, that's Scotty Edwards, the captain, sounding very Dutch. <laughs> Usually it's an American accent with the Dutch, isn't it, Kim? Uh, I'm they not speak sure. English very well. I'm not as well travelled as you, Brooch. Oh. Uh, There'll be the day, Kim. There'll uh, be the day. I'm feeling good, Brooch. Uh, keep the uh, nearest the pins coming through. How many deals will Port Adelaide get done? If you've just joined us, they have one completed already, Ivan Soldo. Uh, I've gone for all four. Brooch says three will be done. Lines, he says one. And Bumfluff Benny says two. They got no idea. Uh, I'm feeling very confident. Can we have a coffee, Brooch? If you want, why not? Yeah, if it ends up being one or two, just it just sits one. there, right? Yeah. So you owe me 16 at the moment. It's fine. Make a lucky 17 if you wish. Good number, 17. Do you know why I feel more confident? I've gone for four. Mm. Our good friend, Louis, who Hello, gets Louis. very good mail. He's not wrong too often. He says, sweet will be at Port Kimbo. Oh, let's hope so. With the okay. So that'll give me four. Now, are you coming off the long run up when we come back from the break? Um, who, are you going to go, to, who are you going to be more aggressive towards, the AFLW Tribunal or the Adelaide Football Club?
I'll let you think about it during no, the break. Well, I was nearly going to say they're both dickheads at the moment. Oh! Right. Yes, but we're going wow. to talk about Nazwa Allen. Wow. Shut up and don't overact. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. On a Wednesday afternoon, hump day, 25.9 degrees outside. Glorious day. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to the team at Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. We are doing a nearest the pin. How many deals will Port Adelaide get done before the trade period ends? But we're only giving you until 3.30 to have a crack at it. It's worth a uh, $50 IGA voucher. Uh, We've got four deals from Port. Tim LaCroix from Greenworth. Uh, Brett says Port Adelaide will get five deals done. <laughs> so they're going to move one out, are they? Who? Radagalia, Soldo, Sweet, Zerk Thatcher. Well, there's and Lysett. Pe- and Petty from Melbourne because he doesn't want to go to the Dodos. Oh, oh Brett, oh, we have no chance of winning. Thinking he's thinking Lysett or Hayes. No, yeah, well, uh, well, there could be a left could field be. one. Why not? Yeah. There always well, something Hayes, strange happens at this Does time. that make it five deals if Hayes goes as part of the... Um, Western Bulldogs. No, that's one trade. Sweet. Jordan Sweet. Yeah, yeah. one trade. Right. Just, I don't, well, just clarity you just there. You just never know, do you, Kim? No, it's part of the you one. Just, yeah, one trade. Yeah, one trade. Uh, the Italian Stallion from Shido Park says Port will get four deals done. Ciao, ragazzi. What's oh. ragazzi? Well, we're just saying ciao, kids. Oh, beautiful. So that's well, the that's... Italian Stallion chatting to the Italian gilding across from me. Oh. Hey, hey, beautiful. Oh. All righty, let's jump into it, Reach. Um, oh, come on. Come off the long run up, please. No, look, oh, not really. Well, yeah. you were angry yesterday. Sorry for my profanities earlier. All said and jest. Um, I just can't believe that uh, in a 10-game season, Nazwar Allen gets three games for that incident and, uh, and the club doesn't appeal. What, how, what grounds could they appeal? Well, that the penalty is manifestly unjust. You believe it is. Mm, I do. Or that the tribunal took a wrong course in assessing it. Well, how can that... And when you get Adelaide actually saying that they consider it was all incidental and not deliberate and all that sort of well, stuff, well, you I look thought at the, you do have a grant well, for appeal. The, look at the Jordan Dugowie one. Mm, Where he yes, leaps off the ground. Yes. Knocks out the West Coast we're, Eagle. I'll lay off Elijah Hewitt. I don't think we're arguing what that was about, but... Well, how can, how can they both be three? Uh, it's just Kim, staggering. Kim, don't look for consistency in this no, space. No, I, I just think I don't know the girl. I just think it's very unfair. I but, think it's quite unjust. Well, if that's the case, Adelaide should appeal. Mm. I, I, I think they should as well, but they're not. They didn't with McKinnon when we thought re- that was an appeal one? They released that. We need to get Phil Harper on. What was the press release at about 11 this morning? I was oh, disappointed. Oh, hang on one moment. I'll call it up. You've got the hard copy, here. haven't you? No, I've got it on my phone here. Now, what Phil says, Phil Harper being the head of women's football there mm-hmm. is, I'll read it in full. Firstly, it goes without saying player welfare must always be the top priority and we send our best wishes to Kirsten McLeod with her recovery. That's the player who was involved in this. So that's first on the agenda for them. We also acknowledge the delicate nature of concussion as well as the current industry landscape. Mm. Mm. However, we are very disappointed at the three-game penalty which equates to a third of the season Mm. And how, in practical terms, that compares to other incidences across the AFL and AFLW. While we absolutely accept the incident warranted a penalty, we firmly believe 
It was an innocuous football action with incidental contact, and it was never Najwa's intention to cause harm. Well, appeal then. Mm. If you're saying it's manifestly right, unjust, we'll get, appeal. We'll get, that, we'll get Phil sacked. That's not good enough. No, uh, no, no. No, no, he's a good friend. Um, Roots, just some news coming in now. We'll go to this grab. Uh, Scotty Lysett's manager, we are just talking about him, Colin Young on Trade Radio, yeah. was asked whether Scott Lysett would retire. Okay. We've got a, a few deals that you've already had done across the trade and free agency period. Let's start with one that's probably hanging over, and it's Scott Lysett, who's out of contract at Port Adelaide. They've brought in Ivan Soldo today, and they'll bring in Jordan Sweet later today. What does it mean for Scott? Well, yeah, look, if those deals hadn't come off, and um, you know, 24 hours ago I actually thought Soldo probably wasn't going to come off, so a bit of work was done over overnight, and today it popped up this morning, and I got a phone call this morning saying that would probably happen. So Scotty probably would have stayed on at Port um, if they hadn't. So now he's obviously uh, available if he chooses to play. But he's, I spoke to him before I, I came on because I knew that you'd probably ask that question. And he's on a plane interstate to catch up with a, a mate uh, for his wedding. And um, he'll, he'll give it some thought over the weekend whether he'll have a chat to a few more clubs next week or he may retire. All righty. Okay, we'll ask Tommy Morris about that when we speak to him at around 3.35. Riley Beveridge just saying Himmelberg will definitely stay at Adelaide. That's just come in. Justin Reid did say that yesterday. Need to go to a break. Uh, Roach, when we come back, we're going to celebrate because Australia has retained the ashes. Wonderful, the soccer ashes. Yes, for the first time since 1954. Well, yeah, you're being technical now. Well, that's the last time they actually played for them. I guess. Okay. Yes, so All right. Uh, we're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. You having a crack at me for being technical? Fair dink and pot calling the kettle black. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. on a Wednesday afternoon. We're heading to Marvel Stadium very shortly. Straight after the news, Tom Morris for the latest update. And just a reminder, in seven seconds' time, you cannot enter the IGA nearest the pin for how many deals will Port get done. We've had a stack of entries already. It's officially closed, so don't send them in now. Our trade period. Our trade period. the real one. Yep, this one says Port will get three deals done in their game of deal or no deal. Thank Mm. you from Chopsy. Uh, This one says, hi, Kimbo. Najwa Allen got suspended for three games as part of the AFLW equalisation policy. Thank you, Glenn from Salisbury Heights. <laughs> boom, boom. I like it. Louis says all four deals will be done for nearest the pin. Another Ooh. one here. Port will get all done. That's from Neol. Or Noel. Or Noel. Or N-E-O-L. Right. I think Noel would know how to spell his name. Well, the he? phones do strange things, Kim. You they have that auto-type. Uh, Roach. We won the Ashes last night. Australia beat New Zealand 2-0 in a football international at Brentford in London. We have, as you said, retained the soccer Ashes. We have. This is the centenary of them. This is how it happened. Time for the cross. And back post was Chikazi. And there is the opening goal. Mitch Duke with the finish, although Harry Suter is claiming it too. They'll sort it out between themselves. But what is clear is that Australia have taken the lead to watch Martin Boyle's corner which goes towards the back post and it's not in and Jackson Irvine has perhaps made the soccer ashes safe for the Socceroos as he gives Australia a two goal cushion. I think um, you know since I re-signed this last six months it's been about tough friendlies and and playing against stronger opposition and I thought that uh, 
you know, tonight you could see how sharp the boys were with the ball and, you know, we're playing some really good football and, uh, you know, as I said, it's just the final final part in the penalty box that we've got to fix. But, uh, you know, with the five uh, subs, that are, the five changes I made before the game and, you know, I have said publicly that I'm starting to get headaches now on, on who to pick and choose and it's, uh, you can see the depth is building. Graham Arnold there and uh, good headaches to have. News yes. coming up, then we're crossing to Marvel Stadium with Tom Morris for an AFL trade update. Thanks to CMC Markets. You're about to lose. Hamas and Israel are denying responsibility for an airstrike that's caused a massive explosion at a Gaza hospital, killing at least 500 people. While Australians still in Israel are being urged to leave now with another repatriation flight being organised by the government, more than 200 citizens removed from the conflict zone last week arrived in Sydney overnight. Firefighters in New South Wales are continuing to battle two huge bushfires west of Kempsey, saying it could take weeks to fully extinguish. The blaze has already torn through more than 22,000 hectares of national park and nature reserve and is currently burning at advice level. While one home has been destroyed after a large bushfire ripped through Queensland's Gladstone region, residents in deep water who were evacuated overnight are still unable to return to their homes. The NRL's off-season is in turmoil with two players facing potential jail time following separate alleged incidents. Dragons 5-8, the junior Amone, has been stood down from playing after the 21-year-old and his father were found guilty of assaulting a tradie with a hammer. The pair will be sentenced in December. While the West Tigers will offer counselling to players after junior player Masai Tavui was charged with the murder of a Sydney underworld figure. And around 1,400 dairy workers in Victoria are taking part in the industry's biggest ever strike action, calling for better pay and conditions. SEN Sport is next. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Thirty-six. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Beautiful day outside here at Number One King William Street in the city. Currently twenty-five point four degrees, and we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Just a reminder: coming up after four, Caitlin Pope, Port Adelaide AFLW player, and at four thirty, we'll be joined by the hero of the Redbacks' victory over New South Wales, Nathan McAndrew. Took ten for. Five for 19 off 14 overs in the second innings. But right now we're heading to Marvel Stadium as we do a trade update thanks to CMC Invest. It's international investing made easy. Download CMC Invest today. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Oh, yeah. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. And a man that's been doing a monumental job for Trade Radio was our own Tommy Morrison. I just get the feeling he's an old journo, Roach. He loves the cut and thrust of breaking stories, and there's a bit happening today. How are you, well, Tommy? Uh, Kimbo, Roach, I'm going well. I haven't been called an old journo before, but I feel like <laughs> I'm not far away. So I'll take it as a compliment. An old-style journo. And at then. least you'll be there to the deadline, unlike the AFL. I cannot believe that tweet of yours. So the system shuts down at a seven and everyone's going to have to trade in, send in their trades by email. Well, the reason this happens is so they can timestamp it when the emails come through. So if the system stayed open and there was a backlog, yeah. then you might not be able to timestamp when the, when the emails came, when the um, trades came through. So they shut it at seven and then it becomes an email form. So let's say I'm trading you 
Roach to uh, Triple M in Sydney um, for a future fourth rounder. Um, so we'd have to have um, the Sydney Swans list manager, your list manager, your manager on that email, and they'd all have to reply to that email, um, reply all by 7.30 for that trade to be accepted. And often the AFL doesn't actually get these trades until sort of 7.45 or 8 o'clock or even 8.15 once they go through their inbox, I guess. Mm. Um, in the space of about 15 seconds, we've got six techs saying a future fourth round is way too much for Roach. And I agree. No, go away, Kim. <laughs> hey, Tommy, uh, in the first half hour of the show, we did a nearest the pin, thanks to YGA, a $50 voucher. How yep. many deals will Port Adelaide get done? Now, one was done already, and uh, it's interesting. I went for four. Roach went for three. Bumfluff Benny went for two. And Brendan Lyons, our panel operator, said just the one will get done. And they have one done. Yes. What would you do uh, no, I think they'll. Get, I think they'll do them all. Yes. Um, yes. I think. I think Jordan Sweet will get done soon. Uh, that's imminent, and that will be pick Good. fifty um, yep. from the dogs. Uh, yeah, they'll go from Port to the dogs. Of course, that was a selection that um, that they got from Richmond. They yep. swapped forty nine and fifty for a reason. I'm yet to ascertain exactly why, but they did swap those picks. Um, and I think Radicalia will definitely get done. The only one. I am slightly hesitant about mm-hmm. Dersma, but I still think that'll get done. So I am confident that all the deals will get done, and in the end, Port will leave tonight a happy club, albeit a little bit poorer in the draft picks department. All right, I think so more the, than a little bit poorer. Yeah, the interesting ones, Radigalia, all the speculation. We think it's 25. I'm neutral. I think 25 is fair. Will that get it done, or will they get Scotty Lysett as well, or how's it going to work? Yeah, I think Scotty Lysett won't go tonight. I think if Scott Lysett um, gets picked up by anyone, it will be as a free agent. Um, so that will be after today at some stage. I okay. actually had a chat to his manager, Colin Young, in the corridor here, and he said, yeah, more likely as a free agent somewhere. So I'm not sure he's going to be part of any trade. Um, I mean, Port Adelaide have offered 25. We know that. I think there'll be a later pick or two involved as well. Might be a couple back and forth. Um, but it'll get done, and, and 25 will be the centrepiece of that deal. All right, and the mm. Brandon Zerk Thatcher one, what will it take? It won't be a straight swap. Oh, I, I still, I still think there's a chance it could be a straight swap. Um, I've, I've thought this all along that uh, I think Port is more likely to balk than Essendon on this deal. Um, in which case, it'll just be a straight swap. But yeah, I don't have any read over the latest machinations of it, but I still think a straight swap is very much a live possibility, that's for sure. Um, Tom, we understood Radigalia last year. You've got him on a contract. You can hold him and you say, well, we'll give you more game time in 2023, and it didn't happen anyway. So what was Geelong really thinking they were going to achieve by dragging this all the way to the deadline? If we're talking about third or fourth round draft picks, which are like finding loose pennies at the end of your couch, I mean, what was Geelong really trying to prove here? Well, I think you know the answer. They're not trying to prove anything. They're just trying to see what else they can eke out of Port Adelaide, knowing oh, that Port or fourth round really picks. need a kick. That's all yeah, well, gone. That they, feel, they feel like um, they know that Port need Radigalia if they're going to win a flag next year, and they may as well eke it out. And don't get me wrong, it's not what I would do if I was Geelong, but they're entitled to do it, and they're also not the first club. To Tom, draw it out purposely Tom, to try to get the most out of the other club. I understand that with Tim Kelly and they bled West Coast dry, but you're not bleeding yeah. anything of significance out of port. You're just making a fool of yourself by dragging this. Yeah, out. I mean, this is what trade period is, though, isn't it? It's a game of posturing mm. and bargains Ooh. and um, you know having having certain positions for optics. I mean, if they can get another late draft pick or two for a club that doesn't have many draft picks mm. out of Port Adelaide, that's that's probably worth it. And in, in 
24 hours time, no one really cares whether it took until Wednesday or happened on the first day. In the end, Radigalia is a port player and um, Geelong get a couple more draft picks than they would have done a week ago. Mm. Tommy, Jack Ginevan wins a premiership medal, then he's safe, then there's rumours going around that he's not safe, and now there's rumours about off-field dramas and falling out with teammates. And uh, the coach. Yeah. Uh, how did it all unfold, and what's true and what's not true? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't believe all those rumours about falling out with teammates, and there's been a lot of rumours that have flown around like that. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't okay. jump to believe them, that's for sure. Um, but from a football perspective, um, Jack Ginevan... Didn't like the fact that Craig McRae um, said what he said in the press conference after mm. the game. It was Jack Ginevan's view that um, the club was okay with it. And that was reflected with Craig Kelly, the CEO, talking mm. about it. Um, I think on, uh, the, was it grand final day or just after grand final day, um, about uh, Ginevan going to the races. Um, and in fact, Graham Wright has just spoken to the media just then. I walked away from his press conference and he was adamant that this was Ginevan having a look around rather than Collingwood pushing him to have a look around. So it depends who you believe. I think it's probably a little bit of both. I think the Pies were happy for him to look. I think Ginevan, in the end, was happy to look himself, um, given that he felt Lockie Schultz coming in and the dearth of um, small forwards would make it hard to have a consistent position Mm. in Collingwood's best 23. But um, I think it's a win-win, really. You know, Collingwood kept a uh, a, a few picks, but the main one being a future second rounder back. Um, they don't really lose much. If you're honest, I know they've lost a premiership player, but they've gained Lockie Schultz, so there's every chance Ginnivan would have started in the VFL. And Ginnivan gets a four-year deal at Hawthorne, the club he supported as a kid. So I think it actually works out pretty well for yep, everyone. I saw a great photo yeah. of him and uh, Tommy Mitchell when he was a young lad. All right, we'll stay away from those scurrilous rumours. They're quite sensational. We'll move on. Who's the busiest club at the moment? Uh, Port Adelaide and Hawthorne? Yeah, they're the two. Port and Hawthorne are extremely busy. Um, and, 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 and both clubs, I think, will get the deals done. But, you know, they're, they're fighting battles on various fronts. The Hawks are dealing with Richmond, they're dealing mm. with Gold Coast, and they're dealing with Brisbane. Um, two players, Brisbane, you know, they're trying to get Jack Gunston from the Lions and send Brandon Ryan up there. Um, and they're also... Uh, and, and, then, and then Port are clearly dealing with Geelong and Essendon. Mm. You know, you can juxtapose this against GWS, who are just sitting back and watching it all unfold, mm. or the Swans, who are sitting back and watching it all unfold. Um, even the, even the Freo Dockers and West Coast Eagles are sitting back and watching it all unfold. So there's about four or five clubs that are helter-skelter working overtime and the rest of the other clubs are just sitting back having a nice cup of coffee and, uh, and, and watching it all play out. <laughs> okay, Tom, we know at the end of it everyone does a report, Carter. We've got a few hours to go. But at this point, if you were doing the ducks of the class and the dunce, is Sydney leading this trade period for what it has brought in? And is Richmond yeah, at the I bottom think... of the list? Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with Richmond. I agree with that um, suggestion at this point. Although getting Jacob Kaczynski in might make it slightly better, but he's not exactly Wayne Carey. No. Um, I think the Sydney Swans and Essendon uh, neck and neck. I think mm. if Essendon can give up just Zerk Thatcher and bring in Goldstein, admittedly, who's a bit older, but also Mackay um, and Dersma and Gresham, yeah. um, that would be a pretty good result for them as well. So I think Sydney and Essendon have done pretty well. I also think Melbourne have done pretty well, especially if they can get Jack Billings um, and, uh, and, and hold on to Harrison Petty despite the fact that he openly wanted to go to the Crows. Mm. So, but I, 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 yeah, I agree. I think the Swans and Bombers are clearly the, the top two at the moment. Tommy, okay. we'll let you go because we know you're busy. Two really quickies. A text has come through to us. Tommy, even though the Crows haven't got any players in, they've done okay with their picks, question mark? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they've still got two picks in the first round. Yeah. Um, they're going to hold Elliot Himmelberg to, their, to his contract. 
so he'll stay at the Crows next year and be out of contract at the end of next year as a free agent. So um, I guess that gives him, uh, you know, continued depth in that position. And uh, the last one, are we expecting anything to happen with Dylan Shield? His name's been thrown around a lot. Oh, That's look, Dylan, Dylan Shield... Yeah, Dylan Shields' name has been thrown around a lot. I don't think it will happen. Okay. Um, his preference is to play for St Kilda next mm. year, but not to the point where he's willing to blow it all up and formally request a trade to St Kilda, if you know what I mean. Yep. So yeah. um, he'll, he'll, he'll stay at Essendon, it looks like, at this stage. You, know, you never discount anything towards the end of the trade period, but I'd imagine would know already if that was a live option again. But um, I've had it confirmed a couple of times today that he'll be going nowhere. So... All I can do is trust the people who tell me that. Yep. Hey, Tom, really appreciate your time. We'll let you get back into it and we'll watch with great interest for all your tweets and all the breaking news on SEN and Trade Radio. Thanks, Kimbo. Thanks, Roach. Hey, Tommy Morris, mm. uh, very comprehensive. He's a believer. All four deals will get done, Roach. Well, fingers crossed for This will be the 7-8th coffee, you beauty. Sorry. Do you want to okay. mention Beaumont Tiles and what's happening there? I will, because they have a great competition involving the right American page, football's <laughs> biggest game. So Beaumont Tiles is giving oh, away no. a trip for two to the NFL's biggest football game of the year. It's worth more than $70,000 to go to Las Vegas for a Super Bowl, Kim. So you just stop in, you just shop in store, Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. Now, terms and conditions do apply, Kim. Oh, beautifully done, Roots. 347. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. That previous chat with Tommy Morris at Marvel Stadium was brought to you thanks to CMC Invest. It's international investing made easy. Download CMC Invest today. Like the stock market has constant changes, so with this trade period, two major bits of movement involving Port Adelaide at the moment. Tom Morris has seen the paperwork emerge. 50 draft pick from Port Adelaide. To first, I was going to say Footscray then. The Western Bulldogs for Jordan Sweet. The other interesting one that's emerging at the moment, we know the Xavier Dersma, who is a contracted player, mm-hmm. Kim, and Brandon Zirk Thatcher. Port, after having given Richmond a future second mm-hmm. through Van Soldo, want to get Essendon's future second to balance out their trade picks. Oh. Because you do need to make sure you stay in the draft. Otherwise, you become... Like West Coast is at the moment, Kim. Yes, not good. You sell your future. Yeah, it makes it difficult. It's like uh, when Adelaide had the sanctions placed on them for a couple of years. What about Carlton? Mm. Notice I just said Carlton. Yeah, messed them up for a long time. Mm. All righty, so just quickly in regards to the nearest the pin, we look like the Jordan Sweet. Yeah, Brendan Lyons, our worst while panel operator. He went for one deal being done. He's out. Bumfluff Benny and anyone that picked two are the new clubhouse leaders. It won't last long, though, trust me. <laughs> I reckon they'll get all four done, Rich. Are you okay with Port sticking fat with they want a draft pick when they do the Dersma Thatcher deal? Because a lot of Port well, fans the whip, do not have, want it to be a straight no, swap. I know that, but they have the whip hand because he has a year left contract, on the contract. contract. So. But they also need a key defender, Kim. I know, Rich. Can I do this now? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kimbo and the Roach's Melbourne Cup sweepstakes. Ooh. We're doing this every day. It's your chance to win a $500 IGA voucher. That's if you draw the Melbourne Cup horse that wins the race. If it comes second, you get a $200 voucher. If you come third, you get a $100 voucher. All you have to do is be the, in the first five to ring through each day when you hear this cue to call. 
don't don't ring now. All right. When you hear that, that'll be happening in the next uh, hour, Brooch. And we won't be giving you a heads up. When you hear it, just get on the dog and bone. In your days at Channel 9, certainly in my days elsewhere, Mm -hmm. do you find Melbourne Cup Day used to get endless calls, people wanting to know who finished last? Oh, for the sweepstakes, yes. Um, uh, Well, I wasn't working the phones, Roach. You know, I was in getting makeup. (laughs) (laughs) I was. (laughs) And you know, by about 5.30 in the afternoon, after Uh, the 4,000th call, mm. which always came last, you think some of us were a bit worn out. Back when I was young and when I was in the uh, sales caper as a sales rep, we used to always go down to, oh, gee, we're even going to Victoria Park. It was going back that long. Those um, were the days. The day. Oh, there we go. Mary Hopkins, have we got it? Can we get Linesy? One job. One job. Um, but then. Those were oh, we got it. Days, my friend, we <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you talk about Channel 9, and then um, oh, you used to have to host a uh, luncheon, you know, normally down at the Grand. Which was, you know, a long day route. And then, then I was doing brekkie radio. So oh, yeah. I'm up at four o'clock. Yes. You do the breakfast show. Then you go down, you host a function. Then yes. you race back and you do the news. And uh, in the end, I said, that's it. Just have Melbourne Cup day off. Oh. Used to, yeah, love watching it. Might have a crack this year, though. Um, Roach, <laughs> before what? What is opposed to him the other year? Well, no, I just oh. enjoy watching it. Okay. I, I enjoy it as a, I enjoy the coverage. I've oh, enjoyed no. it with seven. Who's so got it this year? More so than 10. Um, I think it'll be seven again, would it? Back on I seven? I'm not sure. Check that yeah. out. No, they have a good team with, um, with uh, Bruce and Hamish and Jason Richardson. Oh, Jason in particular. Yeah, we'll get a few tipsters on. Uh, Roach, talking of the news, uh, not as many people watch it nowadays as they used to. No. It's not having a crack at anyone. It's a different world. We, we can get information whenever we want. Yep. So and we, we don't so sit... You know, in front of the TV at six like we used to when yeah. you and I grew up. Well, that was the only news service then. Correct. Then we had the late night news with Sandra Sully. And Graham Kennedy. Yeah. Now we have morning news and 11 a.m. and 11.30 and 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock and Kim, let's be real. The news is at your fingertips every second exactly. of the day. Exactly. Well, in case you missed it, though, last yeah. night, that Harrison happens. Petty was on Channel 9 and mm. Channel 7. Nine said it was an exclusive. Of course. Corey Norris. Seven had it as well. Uh, here's Harrison explaining why he won't be at the Crows. It is tough at times, but um, my family are lucky enough they can they can come over and uh, see me a bit there. So yeah, it is it is tough at times. It's sort of my decision and um, the club's decision, but yeah, decisions kind of been made now by um, Melbourne, which I'm totally fine with. I'm uh, happy. I'm on a, on a AFL list still. Did that sit okay with you, Melbourne's decision? Did you ever try and push it anymore? Uh I suppose at some stage I'd be open to a move back, but I'm contracted for two years, so. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be at Melbourne. I love, I love Melbourne Footy Club. More honour to him for actually honouring a contract. So mm. we know what happens next year. Yeah, definitely. We know definitely. what happens there, and he's got every right to chase definitely. the best deal he can get. And uh, if he got a good deal this year, it'll be even better next year, unless he has a shocking season. Here's a question, Roach, coming up at the 4 o'clock mm. news. Uh, is Soldo a better ruckman than Scotty Lysa? Cheers from Ray from they're Semaphore. They're different. I think, are they? I think they're similar. Yeah, they're different. I think uh, the only reason I'd lean to Soldo is the age demo. It's mm. four years difference. Exactly. But uh, I think they're very similar players. Mm. Why do you say they're different? Well, they, they are different, Kim. They have no, no, different no, that's, that's not an answer. Well, <laughs> I, I see Soldo as having, I think he's got more upside field play-wise than Scott has at the moment. At the moment. Yeah, well, I remember what Scott different. was like when he was at West Coast. That's mm. a different argument altogether. 
but you're right. Yeah, there's an age difference. So there's a time and they are different at the moment. So Port is because of the age. Winding back. That's all you got for me. Well, Kim, how else can you compare them? Well, we compare. One might be better in the air. One might have better leg speed. One might have better endurance. But one that's might be, be a better but that's, tap that's be fair to I Scott. I just wondered why you're that's saying be they're fair, different. Let's be fair to Scott. It's not been easy for him the past two years. <laughs> Don't and dodge the question. If I had to oh. choose between the two now, I'm taking Solder. Yeah, well, so am I. Yeah. You said they were different. Well, it was a fair question to ask why. I think Scott's banged up. Right. Well, there, well we got there at last. Uh, here's a few texts. Has text. been for some time, Kim, and I admire him for his courage to keep getting out there. He does have a crack. Yeah. My answer to who finished last would always be a donkey called Rucci. Ethel from Ethelton. <laughs> I didn't. I honestly didn't know that was coming, Rooch. But after that last response, that took three minutes to get it out of you. Uh, what a great trade week for Carlton, getting Hollands and enough points for the Camparelli twins next year. That's from Michael. That's a good mm. point. They've done well. Done very well. Uh, afternoon, boys. Port will get five deals done over the trade period, including the pick swap with uh, Frio. Frio, pick swap with Frio, Soldo, Sweet, Radigalia, and Thatcher. That's from Renault. Technicality there. That's true. They did swap draft picks. Yeah, but we're, we're meaning ones involving players. Yeah, players. And uh, can't win the prize either, Renault, but we appreciate Technically that. Technically correct, though. Okay. All right. Um, five for 19. They were the figures of. Uh, Nathan McAndrew, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, and we'll be here. We're joining us at four thirty. Mm. Rooch, this one says five for nineteen. What Rooch should be spending on coffees for Dylan next week? So if we get four Rooch, if there's four deals done, it's seventeen coffees. You are, and you need to start paying some of them off seriously. I'm thinking of your health. No, no. I'll get on the hutchie. We'll get a doctor out of your pay because that's the only way we'll get it. It's four o'clock. Oh, that would take years then. <laughs> The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Just after four o'clock, Kimbo and The Rooch with you live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. Glorious day outside, Rooch. We've got up to 26 degrees. You'll have the mankini on before we know it. Time to talk AFLW. That's a scary thought, that one. Um, Port Adelaide, just struggling a little bit. Got belted last week by 63 points by North Melbourne, who are a very good side. They get an opportunity at redemption this week, taking on the Gold Coast at Albert and Oval. Mm, That's not easy either. I know. It's going to be tough. Let's dive into it with one of Port Adelaide's stars. Caitlin Pope joins us. Hello, Popey. G'day. How are you guys? Not bad. Great to have you on. Now, before we get into this week's game and last week's game and the season so far, can we talk about you? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Because you've had an interesting journey in sport, if we use that word, journey. Uh, You started off as a professional cricketer playing for the Scorpions. Yeah, that was um, where it all started back in the day. Was um, a bit of cricket. Um, loved playing, playing cricket pretty and, much over footy. It's yeah, never yeah. around. And no relation to Lloyd Pope. None whatsoever. But okay. fun fact: sadly, he's he's in my Wikipedia page to say that he's not my brother officially. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, oh, anyway, well, fair I get asked that question too often. I reckon. Well, who does that make the more famous? Maybe you. <laughs> Well, I hope so. I hope I am over him, to be honest. <laughs> All right. So you play with the Scorpions, you play with the Adelaide Strikers, then you find yourself over playing AFLW in Perth. How did that happen? Oh, I think it was um, just 
the love of footy, really. Played a few games for the North Adelaide Roosters and then I got the tap on the shoulder from them to say, hey, do you want to play in the big leagues again and play AFLW? So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind when they did call me mm. to say, yeah, do you want to play AFLW? It was a bit surreal, to be honest. Caitlin, what did you have to weigh up? Because going west at a time when it's not a full-time sport, how many things did you weigh? Or was it mm. because the offer was there, you say, no, this is the dream, I'm going, not even thinking about it? Yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, uh, there's there's no question here. I just have mm. to jump on this and see if it see if it happens. And obviously, yeah, not it not being full time was a bit difficult. But at the same yeah. time as well, I knew that um, I was probably only going to go over there for that three months, which was the mm. season because I got called on a week before the season. So I think that's why it worked out well because it was like, see you work. I'll be back in three months and hopefully I get another gig. But obviously did not. But that's okay. So how did the Port Adelaide offer come about? Um, that was another crazy kind of sort of thing that happened as well, where, again, just playing for my North Adelaide Roosters, enjoying my footy and thought nothing really more of it. And then um, at the halfway through the season, they gave me a tap on the shoulder to say, we're looking at you, would you be keen mm. to play for us? And at that stage, I just didn't think I believed it in the set of things. And draft night came around and still was arming and ahhing, um to what would happen and then all of a sudden my name gets called out and yeah it was a bit of tears and it was just this overwhelming mm. experience that happened to be honest. Now, so were Caitlin, there, were, were there tears, sorry Rich, were there tears when you went back to WA and lost to the West Coast because you should have oh. won that game? Tears everywhere. To be honest with you, um, yes in the change rooms um, yep. I did shed a tear or two because mm. that one very much hurt, yes. Yep. So Caitlin. Pointing, obviously. We're in the pioneer moment still of AFLW and we, we ask everyone, well where does your first moment with football happen? In the sense of myself or the team? No, for you. Where's the first moment where you go, well, there's this new game around that allows women to play at a mature age. It's not just when you're 15, you have to give it up. So when did you say, this is it, I want to do footy? I think, well, to be honest with you, it was after my cricket career um, ended, if anything, in the sense of that they didn't renew mm. my contract. Mm. So... Um, at that stage, a few of my friends were playing it, and I was like, yeah, why not? Give it a go, and um, played for my local team, Broadview, um, for a year there, and after that, it just escalated and went to North Adelaide, and then the year after that, I was playing AFLW, so it was one of those things that I was like, oh, everyone else is doing it, why don't, why don't I try it? Because I loved playing it with my brother and those sort of things, but you know, it was never there was never something there for me to, for me to play. Mm. Um, so yeah, when I'm around, obviously I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Why Beautiful. not do something right. in the winter? Well, let's Career get to path, kid. Yeah, yeah. It's there now. Let's get to the now. Uh, you went down to North Melbourne by 63 points. They are a very, very uh, good side. Uh, not not a great performance. You've been inaccurate in front of goals. Uh, you get a big opportunity this week against the Gold Coast at Alberton. But gee, you're getting a few injuries now as well. You lose uh, your vice captain Janelle Cuthbertson. Yeah, sadly, um, uh, she's a bloody trooper, that girl. She's literally, we call her the soldier. She just um, trucks on. But, yeah, sadly, we've lost her, and she's obviously been a key pillar in our back line there. Um, but I think redemption this weekend is definitely up there. We just need to put together um, four quarters, I reckon, of a bit more composure and, like you said, a bit more um, accurate in front of the goals as well. Can I just ask you about North Melbourne's Jasmine Garner, who's leading most of the media awards? Uh, how good is she? Yeah. 39 disposals against Port last week. Yeah, she just knew where the ball was going to be next positioned and those um, handball chains she kept getting mm. and her pretty much positioning around the ball was um, amazing, if anything. So, yeah, kudos to her. She's, she's a very good player. 
Caitlin, you've been around Alberton long enough now to know that expectations are always high at Port Adelaide. How are you all assessing whether just what this season's been about so far? Because, like Kim said, the results haven't come the way mm. many expected. So, how do you assess that against expectation? What's real in the change rooms compared to what's on the outside? I think uh, as we we keep discussing that we're obviously um, a growing team mm. and. And we're learning how each other are playing and those sort of things as well. So, um, yeah, a bit more composure from our group is is always required. But, yeah, that, that heart and soul we have at Alberton where we want to play and we want to play good footy um, at the Oval as well, I think it's just putting it together um, for four quarters and um, having a bit more discipline as well when we are playing to play our brand of footy yep. um, rather than um, a bit more hesitant per so, se. So what were your expectations at the start of the season? Um, definitely, I think um, a few more wins on the board yep. would have um, looked a bit nicer, and I think that's what we expected for a few games there that have been obviously a bit close. Mm. Um, and it has been difficult with um, losing a few mm. um, key players as well as um, losing by a few couple of goals as well, especially how we've been um, inaccurate in front of goals mm. as well. Um, so, yeah, there's obviously disappointment there, but we know there's a lot of growth and um, a few little tweaks, if anything, that, that can bring it a bit more. But the thing is as well, we've got, um, three more key games as well that we definitely see as win- winnable, which is great. I think the expectation of anyone at the start of a season is that you try and play final. So uh, it's not going to happen this yeah. year. Hey, let's hope there's a big crowd there on Saturday at Alberton Oval. They always turn up the Port Adelaide faithful. Uh, would you like to be getting a few more midfield minutes or are you happy playing, spending more time up forward? Um, I think you always like being up front if, if you're kicking goals and those sort of things and you're getting your hands on the ball. But if you if you're not getting your hands on the ball yet, you probably want to be in the middle a little bit more so you can get yeah. get a bit more um, involved in the game. But um, wherever wherever I'm put, that's, that's where I'm going to play my best from what they think as well. Well, we hope you get the four points on Saturday, but we're going to make you a winner now anyway, no matter what. Thanks to IGA Supermarket oh. supporting women in sports. Stay on the line. Bumfluff Benny, our producer, is going to give you a $100 IGA voucher to spend it on whatever you want at any IGA store. We ask everyone this, what section would you be going to in the IGA store first with your $100? Um, definitely... With this weather right now, probably that freezer for some ice cream. Oh, two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> We've only had two All people right. say ice favorite, cream. I love favorite it. Favourite flavour now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which sort of ice cream are you getting? Um, I'm probably looking at a um, cookies and cream connoisseur. Oh, I love cream. it. So a bit more primo, you know. Oh, <laughs> Thank hey. you so much, guys. No, it's our <laughs> pleasure Enjoy. and IGA's pleasure. Uh, you're an athlete of my own heart. Cookies and cream. That is beautiful. <laughs> hey, good luck, Caitlin. We really appreciate your time. Cheers. Thank you both to you. Yeah, what a lovely young lady. Let's hope they can get the four points. It's a winnable game, Rooch. Uh, IGA Supermarkets, supporting women in sport. For great saves and local faves, visit your nearest IGA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Seventeen IGA supermarkets. How the locals like it. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently twenty five point nine degrees outside. Just a reminder: after the four thirty news, we'll be joined by Nathan McAndrew. Five for five for ten. Yes. The, uh, South Australia is top of the shield table. Kim, is it top? 
top. Just for the moment, because Queensland will do its action yeah, later. Yeah, after you put a knife in them last week. Rich. I beg your pardon. You know, at least be a man of your convictions. You had a crack last week. Lindsay, come in. Help me here. Oh. <laughs> Lindsay, please. Um, Roach. Let's, Hello. Uh, go to a couple of texts here. Yes. Uh, here we go. Guys, will the deal of Orazio to GWS as a rookie count? That's no, from that's Alan. That's not a deal. That's, he becomes a delisted free agent on October 31. Then GWS can consider him in the rookie draft at mm. the end of November. That's not a trade. That's not Port Adelaide right. pushing him out. That's this is in reference to yeah, the nearest of him we're doing, yeah, which was only available to people between 3 and 3.30. How many deals will Port Adelaide get done? One, two, three, or four. One had already been done. If you've just now. joined us, two have been done. Jordan Sweet for pick number 50. Yes. Yeah, so Rooch went so, for three. I went for four. On the table, Xavier Dersma, Brandon Zirk, Thatcher, Essendon, Port Adelaide. Port now want a future second from Essendon. Mm. Contracted player for an uncontracted player. See how that works out. And the longest drama since everyone wondered who shot JR in Dallas. Oh, roach. Commercial TV. <laughs> Hypocrite. Oh, I Said you don't watch it. You were, you were long on TV when Dallas was around. I stayed with you until you got sacked. <laughs> Dallas was long gone by the time you were saying... And next, the Shield scores from Adelaide Oval. But anyway, uh, Asava Radagalia mm. with Geelong standing firm that 25 from Port Adelaide's not enough for them. All right. I wonder with the... Um, Who did Zirk shoot Thatcher? JR, by the way? I never I found don't out. Know. I didn't watch it, actually. Yeah. Uh, Zerk Thatcher, would they... Surely they'd take a third round. Most people think it's a straight swap should get it done. Future third Poor round. fans hate that. No, I know. But they they're not hate doing, it. They're not doing the deal, though. I know. Well, we... we, we We'll see what happens Future by 7 room. o'clock. Uh, text coming through here. This is from Chopsy. You blokes get all the big names, even the Pope. Yes. Oh, very good. Very good. Uh, good chat there. Uh, and regarding your coffees, Roach, don't let Roach try and get a bulk discount by ordering one giant coffee. Good point. I appreciate that. That's the type of sneaky stuff he does. Uh, another one here. Hutchie needs to put a decent coffee machine in the studio. Um, we do have a coffee machine in the studio. Mm. It seem to mm. take us, taste as mm. good. And make Roots the number one barista. No, I wouldn't let him near anything in the kitchen. That way the Roots could work his coffee debts off with Kimbo without having to dive into his deep pockets or loosen his money belt. Win-win. 17 is now out of control. Good footy number, though. Ah, I like it. Modbury Mac. Yes, it is. Yeah, well, that's how many times he's been wrong, Modbury Mac. Oh, as if you're never wrong. Well, obviously, I've been right 17 times more than you. How often have you been wrong? I'm wrong plenty of times. Good. But I'm smart enough not to put a coffee on oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, let's hear from... Um, I've got to get into this act. I've got to start. You want a coffee on it? That's what you should do, shouldn't well, well, I? That's, well, have you just worked that out? Yeah, I know. I know. Let's hear from uh, Sauce. Yes. His real name is... Stephen Silvani. He is St Kilda's list manager, and he's put in a phone call to Essendon. And it ended very abruptly. No, no. We obviously, I think I addressed that early on, um, about a week or so ago. So things change. Things, things, change. things do change, but no, he'll be an Essendon um, player next year. Did you speak to him? Um, look, there was a, a brief conversation from our football club, um, you know. But having said that, he's a required player at Essendon, and um, he'll be there next year. Well, Talking about Dylan Shearer, Rich, have you got to throw to him? Come well, on, I get him. It was in the cut. Sorry. Oh, did you? Yeah. You thought. Yeah. Should have had a coffee on that. Uh, here's Danny Daly on Jack Gunston. 
Um, well, obviously we're uh, dealing with Hawthorne at the minute about a potential trade and what it might look like. Um, Dom's doing a bit of work on that in the background as he does, so uh, I think we're making some progress, so hopefully we can uh, get something resolved in the next couple of hours with that. Is there a chance that he remains at Brisbane? He's contracted for next year. Do you think by the deadline he might still be a line? Oh, potentially, and we've spoken to, to Jack about that and his management group. So, um, you know, again, we'll we'll work through with Hawthorne and try and get the best outcome for, for both parties. But at the end of the day, if that doesn't happen, he could potentially still be with us next year, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Brisbane are that enthusiastic about keeping uh, then, him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we are live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Four twenty-seven. Kim on the roots. Thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Twenty-six point one degrees outside. We snuck in the bugler. Bugler. Well done. Yeah. Did you like that, Rich? Yes, and the I phones did. lit up. So we're every day up until winners the are the winners. We have Chopsy from Cheltenham. Good well on you, Chopsy. Chopsy. Chris from Seaton. Jeff from Parafield Gardens. Todd from Port Nolunga. And Annie from Adelaide. So we do five every day. So Rich, how many we have? By the time it's... Uh, 75. 75. Today is day three of it, isn't it? Well done, Rich. We started on Monday. Hey? Oh, well, you're days on, fly. You're on top of things. There, the double A let you go. No, uh, no. Well, you... question without thought here, because this is what's rattling in my head here. Mm-hmm. That question about Orazio Fantasia. Now, that's not a trade. He will be, we expect, delisted by Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. If he goes to GWS as a rookie... How will his time at Port BC? Because you remember it was a real argy-bargy. You are the master of BS, you are. So oh. you've gone from not working out it's Wednesday today, and that's the reason why. My mind was elsewhere. <laughs> no, that text we got about Arazio made me think, well, how did it all play out for him at Port? Where do you, well, what do you reckon? Well, it didn't go well. Well, thank you. You've answered your own question. Oh, well, sorry what do you for expect? asking for some... Well, what mind. other spin could we put on that? Well, no, I'm not trying to put He's a spin on that. He's been damn unlucky. I, that's and, how uh, I feel for it. Let's hope that he gets his body right wherever he plays. Yeah. Uh, here's a text. The trade of 2023 reached to 5AA for 12 coffees in a future fourth rounder. Matt in Brizzy. Um, oh, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Oh. What? Are you contemplating that? Oh, I might retire then. You'd say on the four coffees that you owe me at the moment, I wouldn't let him go. No, you wouldn't go, Rooch. You're too loyal. Exactly. Uh, hey, Lindsay's got in touch. He sent out a cry for Hello, support. Hello, Lindsay. He says, Rooch, I'm back on board with the table-topping <laughs> Redbacks and Porter all in for a flag if Port get the four deals done. Oh, Lindsay. Good on you, Lindsay. Lindsay. A few, few deals have been done and uh, Jack Ginevan is off to Hawthorne. This Amazing. is what Collingwood footy boss Graham Wright had to say. Uh, yeah, we, we got a call yesterday afternoon that, um, that Jack had met with uh, with Hawthorne and was considering his options as to whether to ask for a trade. And um, that came early this morning that, that um, he wanted to pursue that. Uh, we, we had a couple of conversations with his management. He spoke to, to Craig McRae around lunchtime and um, you know, the decision was made to, to grant that request and uh, to allow him to go to Hawthorne. OK, it's he said, he said. The Ginnaman mm-hmm. camp says that after all the argy-bargy of the grand final, that the message was pretty clear. 
better look at your options, son. Mm-hmm. And Collingwood saying that Ginneman was the one who initiated this. Who do you and want to believe? I don't know, Rich, because as I said, we can't go into it for litigious reasons. Uh, there's a lots of mischievous, scurrilous, unsavoury and... What have I missed? Risque rumours going around. You're across them. Pardon? You are across them. Don't be stupid. You've heard about it as well. And, and genuinely, I know that's annoying for people, but... Um, we're not going that path. We're, we're not going down that path. There'd be, be more than 17 coffees that would be oh, on the table yeah, then. There's, there's talks of uh, falling no, out No, Kim, let's teammate. let it go. Let it go to the keeper. All right. It's uh, 4.30. Talking of the keeper, Roach. Yes. Go on. Name the keeper for the Redbacks. Well, Alex Carey, when he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you got? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm making that 18 coffees now. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, how did that happen? 18. Well, because well, I'm going to get four out of four. Those <laughs> will be done. That'll be 17. Oh, then, okay. then, then it will be 18. Oh, dear. You heard of someone called Nielsen? Yes. I know sure. his father, too. I'm not sure if you have. All right. It's 431. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 35 on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. It's 25.9 degrees. And before we go to our next guest, I have a very excited Michelangelo Rucci. Good news for Port fans. And the Geelong Football Club has proven you can get blood out of a stone. You ready for this? The Radagalia is finally a played player. But what did it cost? Hold oh. your hats. Go on. Pick 25. Yes. And two other picks, Kim. They are. 76 yeah. and 94. What would that equate to for points? Nothing. Maybe 10 points. So, <laughs> so all they've done is just been able to go back. Oh, we've got something extra. You got nothing. So really? Geelong, uh, oh. the, uh, the Michelangelo Rucci, so they're just stubborn for the sake of it. Well, yes, we'll okay. agree to that. Right. All right, let's talk about the big victory. I've got a text that's come through here. The Redbacks getting up today, an outright victory. They're on the top of the table, the Shield yes. table. Uh, a lot of people were very hard on them after their outright loss to Tasmania. We were thinking more of the same. Early days. But what about this text that's come through? It says, tomorrow should be a public holiday to celebrate the Redbacks' win. Oh, let's do it. Well, it, No, they're busy playing again. It came largely due to our next guest who bowled beautifully. I would suggest these are his best first-class bowling figures. Ooh. I hope I'm right here. He took 10 for 51, I think. And uh, Nathan McAndrew joins us now. Hello, Nathan. G'day, fellas. Thanks for having me. No, an absolute pleasure to talk to you again. Are they Gee, the beer be tasting good today, wouldn't it? Uh, I think the teammates are enjoying a few. I've pulled up a little bit sore on my back, so oh. I'm just uh, I'm uh, not drinking. I, I should be right for the next one day, hopefully in a couple of days. But uh, just being smart and uh, well just on the waters, unfortunately. Yeah, but well um, Very responsible. Being yeah, it's called being professional. Roach, take yeah. a leaf out of his book. Uh, five for nineteen <laughs> in the second dig. Hey, did I get it right? Ten for fifty-one. Are they your best figures? Uh, 10 for 61, I think it was. 60, so bad I'm math. happy with 51. Yep. That's even better. But no, um, no, bloody math. <laughs> yeah, no, they were definitely my best figures. I've, I've not taken 10 from before. So, um, yeah, no, it was definitely the best one, sure. So, uh, late bloomer, 30, you're hitting your straps. <laughs> trying to, yeah, trying to make up for lost time. Um, so, yeah, obviously it took me a little bit longer to get to this, this level than, than most. But, um, yeah, just obviously pretty happy to 
to be representing this great state and yeah very grateful for the opportunity and it's been a, a good couple of years since I've moved down. Yeah, and I know we spoke to you last year. We should mention Harry Conway taking four for 43 in the second innings as well. Um, we say this seriously. You've been here for a couple of years now. It's a very proud cricketing state, South Australia. The Redbacks have been on the pump for some time and have been starting to cop a bit of heat. And I would imagine Dizzy was starting to feel that as mm. well after that performance against Tasmania. Yeah, it was It was obviously a pretty poor start to our Shield season. Um, yeah, we... we expect a lot better than that and I think the fans you know voice their opinion and, and rightfully so um, you know we didn't meet our own expectations and with red and white ball it was a, it was a tough week for us um, and look we had a good week of training this week and uh, we just really wanted to go out and prove ourselves right and, and um, yeah I think we came out and, and showed uh, the team that we really can be this season so that was really good but at the same time it's just one game and, and you're only a week away from a good performance you're only a week away from a bad performance so um, look, that's hopefully more of the same uh, of that moving forward. But, you know, really good test against Western Australia next game uh, in the Shield. And um, that's obviously going to be a tough one. But, uh, yeah, obviously a one-day game against New South Wales on Friday. And, and hopefully we can get another good result um, in that tournament because we yeah another loss in the one-day cup and we're, we're probably out of, mm. out of the running for that. So, yeah. yeah, big game on Friday for us. We've got Dizzy on the show tomorrow. And, of course, that uh, game against WA we played at the Adelaide Oval as well. Nathan, five wickets in each innings. What went very well for you this time? Um, yeah, I think I just bowled pretty good lengths. On uh, look, it was a wicket that offered a bit for the bowlers, um, so you know that's always nice. It was a, a really good cricket wicket. I think we saw that if you really bad well and applied yourself, yep. um, you could definitely score runs. We saw that Nathan McSweeney looked a, a cut above everyone else. To be honest, he mm. he had great great plans and you just went out there and executed really well in, as I said, tough conditions. So I thought it was a really good cricket wicket. It was a good contest between bat and ball throughout the entire fixture. So, um, yeah, I think it's a wicket that sort of suits me. Um, probably one of my biggest strengths is my control of length. And um, on a wicket that is nipping, you know, that's probably one that just suits my skill set. And um, I thought just as a unit, to be honest, we bowled really well in, in partnerships. Harry Conway, as you mentioned, Mm. Um, bowled the house down, which you know, I'm really proud of him as well. He's obviously, since he moved down from New South Wales, you know, probably last season didn't go the way he would have liked, but um, was sort of struggling with his body a bit as well towards the back end of last season. But uh, he, he's been bowling the house down the last couple of weeks. So for him to come in um, off the back of Jordan Buckingham getting injured, he, I think everyone knew he was you know, in a really good place to come in and perform. And, and uh, yeah, for him to get some rewards, I was really, really pleased for him. Nathan, I hope this isn't a silly question, but as bowlers, do you feel more pressure given that uh, your senior coach is one of the greats of Australian bowling and you've also now got Ryan Harris there as well? So your two senior coaches uh, were both great bowlers for Australia. Does that put more pressure on you guys? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, it's just more opportunity for us to learn and grow um, from two of the best. So, look, we, we've got a, a really good list. Um, we've got a lot of bowlers that are quality you know, can come in and do the job. You know, Brendan Doggett missing at the moment with injury, Jordan Buckingham, Spencer Johnson. So we got we got a really, really good quicks um, battery. So, look, it's it's something of a strength that we like to think of. And obviously last week against Tassie, you know, we were a bit off with bat and ball. But we, uh, you know, we really wanted to come out and, and prove a point this week of, of what we can do and how good we can be as, as a unit, as a, as a fast bowling unit. And I thought we did a, a really good job of working together and... Um, yeah, I mean, Dizzy and, and Rhino are great. They keep things pretty simple. 
Um, they've clearly been there and, and know what it takes to do it at the absolute highest level. And, uh, you know, they're a great support to, to all of us quicks. So does the program and the preparation feel any different this year to last year with Ryan being there? Um, not, not particularly. I can't really comment on, on that, to be honest. I wasn't around for the pre-season. Um, I was over in the UK, so I, I sort of only really met Rhino about a month before the season mm. started when I got home. But um, no, I know the boys who, who were back home um, in, the, in the winter really enjoyed working with him. But for me, we haven't really you know, done anything in terms of my technique or pre-season stuff. It's just been more in and around games. But uh, yeah, no, he's, he's a great communicator. He's passionate. He's obviously incredibly... Mm passionate about this state as well and uh, no, I've enjoyed working with him since he's been down here. So Nathan, we, we all know the talent exists and then everyone, every coach is looking for this, what is either above the shoulders or adding into a program. Have you noticed anything in this build-up that says that is what is going to make the difference for us this season? Um, oh, Look, I think yes and no. Um, I think everyone came in after last game uh, against Tassie with, yeah. you know, with quite a lot to prove. As I said, it was it was a poor performance last week and the batting, knew, you know, both innings were four for 40, which isn't good enough. And they were one for 200 in the first mm. innings with the bat as well. So the bowling wasn't good enough. So as a team, um, we just weren't weren't where we needed to be. Um, but I think the way that we responded was, was really well. As I said, we had a really good week of preparation. I just think... You know, we're a better team than what we showed last game. Um, so I just think the, you know, the messaging was the same. We didn't really have to to panic and and change anything. Um, I just think there was a bit more, a bit of pride on the line um, that we'll everyone, see. you know, all, all eleven wanted to show. You know, that's not who we are, um, we'll and see. I think that showed this week. So um, as 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 you guys said, it's an incredibly passionate. Um, sporting state and incredibly passionate cricket uh, fan base the Redbacks have, and mm. um, you know we want to win a competition. We want to win the flag. It's simple as that, and and that's our expectations. Uh, last week we didn't we didn't meet those, and and this week we did a better job of of um, putting out a product that we can be proud of, and hopefully that the fans can be proud of as well. And I love the way you say we because you're a New South Welshman, and uh, most South Australians in terms of Sheffield Shield cricket like beating the Blues more than anyone else because you know, they get so much Australian representation, rightly or wrongly, over the years. Um, yourself, is there anyone that you enjoy playing against more in terms of state rivalry? Yeah, I mean, New South Wales being my, my home state is, mm. is always one that's probably a nice one. Um, you know, I sort of toiled away in Sydney for a number of years and couldn't really get the opportunity that I would have liked. Um, there I played two one-day games for New South Wales but never played a Shield game. So, mm. yeah, I'm just incredibly grateful for the opportunity that I've had down here at South Australia. And, you know, when you can play your home state um, and, and have a good result against them, that's um, probably, you know, extra sweet. But, um yeah, outside of that, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just as a bowler, you probably get tunnel vision at the top of your mark and you sometimes forget who you're playing. You just get in the contest and you're just trying to figure out how to get the bloke out at the other end. So, um, But yeah, I mean, a, a win against the home state's always a bit extra sweet, I'd say. Well, well you figured out well how done. to get the batsman out. 10 for 61. Congratulations on that. Congratulations on the victory and all the get best against WA. Mm. No worries. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate right it. No, well no, I like done. The fact Nathan McAndrew, yeah. Took it upon themselves rather than waited for the coaches to do something. Mm. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. another loss would not have been uh, no. good at all, Roach. No, but sometimes you've got to take responsibility for your own work, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Rather than leave it on the coaches all the time. Yeah, well, pay your coffees. Um, hi again, gents. Here's a text. Well, 
Well, you're lecturing on responsibility. You're 16 coffees, unpaid for. Hi again, gents. Uh, Roach, do you think port, ports, that's what it says, ports, ports, ports. Uh, have made their list better? What was wrong with the Ruckman we already had? And to trade Dersma, I think, is bad. It will hurt us in time. Zach Thatcher... Uh, is not even in the best 22 in a team, not in the eight. Thoughts? That's from Tommy Cummins. Um, well, they couldn't stand still. They needed to do something yep. in defence. Now, Radagalia and Zerk Thatcher answer some needs. Now, as much as people can say, well, what, have the, what did Zerk Thatcher do at uh, Essendon, where you could argue he you know, won the reverse Coleman? Most goals kicked against mm. him. I mean, I had my doubts about what Aaliyah Aaliyah would do in defence if he became an All-Australian. Sometimes you go into a program, you become better. Let's see how that one plays out. And but I clearly think... Port Adelaide has answered some needs. Yeah, I think now, I have a lot of time and respect for Scott Lysett, but I thought for two years, he's just too banged up to continue it. Yep. Hey, uh, here's Sam Power from the Western Bulldogs talking about trying to hold on to Jordan Sweet. Mm. Uh, no, we were trying. Um, yeah, we were all through the year, we were trying to. We had a contract on the table for a long time. Um, even through this period, there's been different communications with Jordan um, to ascertain whether he wanted to stay. But I think at, at the end of the day, for Jordan, getting back to South Australia, uh, closer to his family, was his priority. So, um, you know, they've been able to obviously do that. We wish Jordan the best of luck at Port Adelaide. Yeah, they didn't want that one to happen, Kim. No, but that's uh, three deals done now. So that is Radagalia in. Jordan Sweet in, Ivan Soldo in, the only one left on the table for Port to clear, as far as we know, is Dersma for Zerk Thatcher. And, and there's I know Port two hours and 15, really want, two hours, 15 minutes to go? Yeah, well, less than that now, mm. 13 minutes. But Port really want to get a future second round pick out of the Bombers, if they can. I know. I think a third round will get it done. Just get it done, uh, Rooch. Uh, yeah, interesting. interesting who blinks on this one. Tomorrow on the show, hey, what about this? Shane Van Gisbergen. Uh, he's bringing in a very, very valued part of motor racing story with him as well. We get to see the Bathurst Trophy. <laughs> Why are you whispering? You sound like Ted I don't Lyle. want others to know. <laughs> well, we're on radio, really? Rooch. Oh, we're an, audio, we're an uh, audio medium. We want people to know. Ben, you better have locked it in. I don't <laughs> want anyone else seeing it. What is wrong with you? What does that mean? Anyway, I wish I didn't bring that up. Uh, Dizzy Gillespie will join us and Jay Gouchy as well. He's a uh, absolute uh, gentleman. Um, I think what's just disappeared, I wanted to what? hear Graham what? Wright, though, talking about um, it's gone off the screen. Um, oh, bringing in Lockie Schultz from okay. Fremantle. Yeah. Yeah, we're really happy. We, I think we said at the time where I said um, Monday that we feel he was the best player, not so much available because he was contracted, but the best player, you know, traded um, or free agent-wise in this in this period. So we're really uh, comfortable with that. I mean, it's a it's a steep price in some ways, but we feel that he, you know, he's a high-quality player, 25 years old, um, you know, goal kicker, goal assist player, one of the best pressure players in the comp in the forward half of the ground. So we feel he's going to really add to our team. He mm. is. He's not going to hurt them. And if they did have a weakness, even though they won the premiership, some said it was the forward line, he will be brilliant up there. And he's better than Ginnivan as a player at this stage of both of their careers. Yes. Well, he is. Yes, I agree. Yes. Form shows in terms of the pressure that he applies. Yes. And uh, Mike, he's a good player. First round draft pick, though, like they said, they paid a lot for him. May I say carries less baggage as well? Can I say that? Well, it's up to you. Yeah, well, it depends what you're referring on. I don't know. Uh, Tommy Cummins said, thanks very much for responding, you blokes. Uh, legends, thank you.
Um, that's what we're here for. Send in a text. We'll give an opinion. Mm. Uh, Blake. Oh, here we go. Hello, Blake. Blakey. He works hard. He us. does. Hi, fellas. Two whole weeks to come to Asava oh, for pick yeah. 25 and two junk picks. Yeah. Well no said, No matter Blake. how much Root says he enjoys the theatre of trade week, we know he's now towing the company line. <laughs> if he was still employed by the advertiser, his savage pen would be calling out the two weeks trade period for the fast that it is. He does kick with the wind, Blakey. I'm with you. Oh, there we go. Yeah, take that, uh, you a-hole. Hey, come Kim, on. Hey, the Kim, never- now to be fair, yep. I've always said you could do this in three days. Yeah, well, you could. You could do this in three days. And we know why it happens. Just why does it happen? Explain it to people. Well, you know why. Because the of the publicity theater. the brand gets. The, game the AFL gets. loves to dominate the media landscape, well, that's doesn't exactly it? exactly right. We're talking about it. People get up and about and involved and instead of talking about any other sports. That's the way it goes, Rooch. But stuff them. We're going to talk cricket because the Netherlands caused an upset. Yes. I just want you to have a listen to this, Rooch. Uh, they upset at South Africa. South Africa gave us an absolute belting. Mm. Adam Collins from SEN, who's over there calling the World Cup, explaining... This potpourri of players. Well, that's a nice word. Thank you very much. It's two words uh, that the Dutch team have put no, together. It's one word. It's it's separated with a gap. Oh, is it really? Is it one word? One word. You should. There you go. You should add a coffee on it. You I'm missed. not that brutal. Well, you need to be. That's why you owe sixteen. Here he is. <laughs> I've been thinking about these, these Dutch Google players that. through the course of the day. Scott Edwards doesn't even have a cricket info profile. <laughs> he was an electrician in Melbourne playing club cricket. He wanted this so badly, he made it happen. Roloff van der Merwe, he's now 38 years of age. He was a discard in South Africa, but he hung in there. He kept improving. He kept putting himself up to selection after getting his Dutch passport. He keeps playing county cricket, and here he is. Paul van Meekeren, he's been playing cricket for the Netherlands for a decade. At one point during the pandemic... Just to stay afloat, he was working as a delivery driver for Uber Eats. I mean, Arian Dutt, 20 years old. He's the story of migration. He's actually an Amsterdam boy. His yeah. parents are from India. He was inspired by watching the 2011 World Cup where India won that trophy. And then Logan Van Beek, 11 years playing for Holland. After three years waiting, right? He had to wait three years to become eligible after playing underage cricket for New Zealand. He played underage basketball for New Zealand as well. His grandfather was a test cricketer for New Zealand and the West Indies. I mean, a fascinating story, but they all play their role today. Pop Puri, Kim. Well, it was a good... I'm, I'm still... I've actually... <laughs> I wish I'd now asked you to spell it before you looked it up. Well... <laughs> I've now in an act of desperation. Oh, See, don't. This, this is the difference. So it didn't cost me a coffee. I've, I've put in... Hot puri, different spellings. Now, look, it does come with a, a hyphen there. No. Does that count as two no, words if it has no, a hyphen? No, 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 no. All right. Definition meaning, ah, mm. on it's some good. South Australian sports shows, yeah, it can right. be spelt with two words. <laughs> right. Oh, I was wrong there, Roach. You sh- should have had a coffee. I can't wait till you do deja vu. Deja vu? <laughs> How many words is that? <laughs> I bet you like that, don't you? <laughs> Uh, here we go. Louis says, uh, we're nearly done. We're in a dunk time. Of oh. course, the trade period is a farce. It brings in the money. Yes, Did well. you know Kennards now do after-hours pickup and yes. make sure to install a ream for steady, hot, strong flow? Oh, beautiful gun, Louis. It does bring in money. Obviously, they're the sponsors on Trade Radio. It is Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, it Wacky is. Wednesday. Uh, what's the prize for nearest the pin? Is it going to be split 50 ways? Well, we're yes. still at... Um, we're still at three. Mm. I reckon we'll get to four. No, they'll all go in a draw. Louis said four. So there could be 
We did it for half an hour. I reckon there was at least a dozen said four. Should get Anne Wills in to do the drawing. Wilsey, lots. she's a beautiful Lovely lady, lady. Wilsey. Yeah. Uh, Port are doing to Essendon as Geelong did to them. Yeah, well, there you are. Little See bit how it plays out. A little bit of tit for tat. As Kenny Rogers sings so beautifully. No, we can play that if you want. You got to know when the hold Know when the fold There you go. You can tell we're nearly done. It's uh, 4.53. Just a reminder, coming up tomorrow, Shane Van Gisbergen, Dizzy Gillespie and Joe Gauchi. So far, three deals have been done. Uh, hopefully the fourth deal is done. Well, that'll make you wrong. And it'll be 17 coffees for me. One day I'm going to get all 17 and line them up here and, and make I you will, drink them. I will have every one of them. It'll be the best show ever. Uru. We'll be off the air after that. Good night, everyone. <laughs>